on the Comedy Podcast hey, Network. Hey. I am Mark Warzeka. I am Steve Sears. I am Brett Gannell. And we are all professional comedians who are living in Hollywood and are also pro wrestling fans. And gentlemen, we've got a pretty cool show lined up yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you are pumped. You are leg. Your legs are dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and you are so full of energy this week. Too. I'm excited. I'm yeah, excited, yeah. guys. I'm glad that you got a little bit of time to rest back from your trip. I know I'm, that you were cranky and tired last week, and now you are fucking firing yeah, on all I mean, you're cylinders. glowing. I'm I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pregnant. Yeah. And, uh, well, we've got a special interview with current WWE superstar Heath Slater coming up a little later. One-man rock band. One-man rock band. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes we have a tendency to improvise or do sketches where we sort of play different wrestlers and things. And then sometimes we have real guests on the show. And this is an occasion where we have a real guest on the show. Real. Up for you, to the listener, to determine what is fake and what is real. No, don't say that. <laughs> Well, some of our impressions are so good (laughs) that you would think that we have to be talking to these people in reality. Well, but our listeners can know for sure that we really had Heath Slater on the show because you can go to our Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks and you will see. For photographic evidence. Yes. Real or fake. You You decide. (laughs) You will see pictures of Heath Slater uh, and Scott Narver, who conducted the interview. Only on the Comedy Podcast Network. So we should quickly tell the story of how this interview came. Does the Comedy Podcast Network work? What? What? I don't know. (laughs) What just happened? I was going to go along with your joke, but, but I you skipped it. in the middle of it. <laughs> Forget. I make no jokes. When we re-edit it, I'll say, "Is the comedy podcast network real? You decide." And that for the listeners are to determine when that was re-edited in. Listeners, you decide. <laughs> well, we mentioned really it's been a couple months ago now. We mentioned that our co-host Scott Narver was going to be kind of in and out of mm-hmm. the show, and he hasn't been able to join us most of the time. And we we said that he had a cool gig, but we didn't say what it was. But um, but now we're going to reveal what it was, what it is. He is a we have secret to. He's agent. Forced us to do. We it. have to. He's been he he's been working for the Second City, the um, the comedy theater on a cruise ship for Norwegian Cruise Lines. The Second City's on. Uh, six different uh, Norwegian cruise ships doing shows, and he's been doing that. And uh, so True or false, listeners, you decide. He's, <laughs> he's performing sketch comedy and improvisation. And um, well, uh, guess who was on the ship with him? Uh, Mark Calloway. No. Uh, Heath Slater. Yes, Heath Slater. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> yeah, yes. good, good. So Heath Slater happened to come on board the ship. He and his... In his uh, new wife, his new wife, are honeymooning. Yeah, they bought a cruise for a week. They get on the ship and they happen to go on Scott's ship. So Scott, uh, so imagine this: Scott Narver uh, patrolling the deck as he does as yeah. a <laughs> in a curtain jerks t-shirt, yeah, in his curtain jerks t-shirt, and also rain slicker and tiny beanie. Yeah, jeans, no cigarettes, and no uh, no sterno cans at night because you don't want enemy U-boats snow, to catch you. Snow boots. Yeah, and then yeah. he spots Heath Slater and he creeps up on him in the yeah. dark. <laughs> and he says, "What are you doing on deck?" <laughs> no, I don't think it happened like that at all. But he, so, but he, somehow he and Heath got to talking Listeners and. He asked Heath if uh, if he'd be willing to do the show, and uh, he said yeah. So he and Scott huge fan of the show. Well, maybe he will be now. I yeah. assume this will be his first episode he'll listen to. <laughs> but uh, he's now a huge fan of the show. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, I he's a huge a, a friend and a fan of the show. Well, also to be fair, Scott did give him a gigantic Japanese fan that said curtain jerks on it. So he has a huge. He's a huge fan of the show. He, he has, has a, a huge, huge fan, fan of the show. Of the show. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Idiot. <laughs> but so uh, we've got uh, fo- well, we're going to play the interview coming up here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. And also on our Facebook, you will see actual photographic evidence of Scott Narver wearing his Curtain Jerks T-shirt. Yep. And he's Slater in a conference room on a Norwegian Cruise Lines cruise ship recording the interview that you will hear here. Where Heath Slater looks very much like he's on a cruise in a tropical uh, area. And Scott Narver is dressed like he's he just got back winter from the in Montana. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners, you decide. Scott, no, Scott looks like he's gone to a wrestling convention representing Curtain Jerks. Yes, definitely. that's what he looks and he, like. He's offered Heath Slater that bowl of fruit. There, <laughs> there's a giant bowl of fruit between them in these pictures. Uh, to be fair, we are really picking these pictures apart because we all miss Scott. But uh, I also <laughs> thought that Scott was drinking the world's biggest glass of water. So. <laughs> he was bored. able to track down a pitcher. Uh, but anyways, good. we... We promised on last week's show, we started to, or on the last episode, I should say, we started to um, talk about these 17 new television show concepts WWE has for the new WWE network. Yeah. And we talked about a, a few of them, and then we ran out of time. So we said, we'll talk about some more next show. And it is the next show now. And then we thought of a fun way to do it. Yeah. We thought, because we were kind of, we thought that some of these show concepts were a little, uh, we're a little, we're a little rough. Yeah, sure, sure. We're a little rough that WWE had come so up. with So we thought we'd add a, you know, a couple more in the mix. So we're going to do a special thing we've never done here before. We're going to do a quiz for mm-hmm. you, the listeners. Each Steve and Brett and I each have in our hands one actual real WWE Network concept, and one that we've completely made up on our own. Yeah, and we're each going to read one of each of these. And then the listeners at home will have to figure it out. They'll have to decide. Or decide. Which is real and which is the one that we have made up. Uh, Brett, do you want to go first? Um, sure, I will. How do, do we ever say on the episode whether... Oh, I think after. Okay. I think after, after each episode. I think the goes. listeners okay. will decide. All right. Well, feel free to call in to Curtain Jerks. Uh, <laughs> you can't call it. Curtain Jerks. You can't call it. I don't know what will happen if you call <laughs> don't 1-800-Curtain call 1-800-Curtain. Curtain Jerks. I tried to get us that phone number. Do not call in 1-800-Curtain Jerks. <laughs> uh, all right. The first one I have here is a reality show that is the exact opposite of The Biggest Loser. Based on WWE superstars helping skinny or scrawny guys put on muscle mass while providing tips to build their confidence to get their dream girl. Follow along online where the WWE superstars provide exclusive live tips during programming and where the contestants document their progress on a weekly basis. That's one. It could be real. Could have been made up. What's your other one, Brett? This other one is... Join us every week for the WWE Studio Blitz as we follow a three-man crew chosen off the street at random. They write, shoot, produce, and release a WWE Studios film straight to DVD. (laughs) Tune in every week as they watch old films and rewrite the storyline concept for John Cena and Triple H. They shoot the film in New Orleans and release the movie within a one-week deadline. Every week is a new episode. Follow a new movie every 52 weeks. Wow, I would. I would well, it kind of trails show. off at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that last one. Uh, that, you, it was could, the way the paper was torn. Could you read that last sentence again? The yeah. way it was written. They didn't. They didn't That's sell a hell that of a press release. They didn't yeah. sell that, that last. Every week is a new episode following a new movie every fifty-two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it literally sounds like a train going off a cliff. <laughs> Listeners, you decide which was real. Yeah, what was, was real and which was. And fake. we'll take a second to uh, listen to your opinions. 
at one eight hundred. Thank you very much for letting us know. Should we reveal it now, or should we? Why don't we read all of ours? We're gonna do all of ours. All right, because we could be surprising each other too. We don't. That's true. We don't. We don't know. All right, here we go. All right. Follow the WW crew as they set up the ring, get Stephanie water, and stock extra merchandise. Watch as these men and women travel ninety percent of the year, and watch each week for a special promo code to unlock the twenty-four-hour bathroom webcam. Steve, you have to try to read and talk into the microphone at the what same I time. Doing? I know it's complex. Yeah. I had to look at the paper so I could read it. Yeah, yeah. And when I say paper, I mean press release. Because that was completely an authentic show that's going to be on the WWE All network. right, that was one of them. Read your other one. How about this? Huh? Wow, there he's come up with a new strategy. He's holding the paper out in front and of him. And then any four-year-old would have come up with the first time. <laughs> You're right, guys. All right, no need to get on my dick about it, all right? <laughs> your what? Anyway... <laughs> He's doing it again. Diehard middle aged oh, fans live out Christ. their childhood dreams Steve, of becoming a WWE superstar over. by training in the ring, oh, learning boy. how to talk on the microphone, and getting slammed by their childhood hero. Vote each week to rate how well contestants. He's reading it over again, yeah. but he's doing a really long help them develop their yeah, WWE yeah. persona through live online polling. Boy. Did you guys get all that? No. no. Heath Slater's going to listen to this show and just think that's hilarious. I hope so. I think if I had met Heath Slater on a boat, I probably wouldn't have said anything. It's I not a boat. It's a ship, yeah. Steve. Oh, Stupid. okay. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. They get upset when you call them boats. Boats yeah. are on lakes. Ships are on the ocean, on the seas. What's it's a, a dinghy? Big, it's a big difference. Is that a ship? I, I don't know what a dinghy is. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you have that terrible look on your face. Yeah. <laughs> He's never touched a dinghy. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever touched my both dinghy. of my <laughs> <laughs> all right read your other one already Jesus. i did i read it I'm not nobody read it heard that no do it again they were both fake okay both of mine were fake no they weren't steve mark it's your turn i don't even know what happened during your section i read we, we already blew you, seven minutes on me reading you my read probe. two different ones yes i think you read the same one twice no i read <laughs> The other one the second time. Well, there's so. no way to find out what he said the second no, time. No, so. this is live, guys. This has already gone out. Listeners, you decide. Did I say the same thing twice or did I say something different the second time? Call into 1-800-Curtain-Jerks. This is like a, this is like a Vince Russo booked this game. <laughs> it happened, like the first one went fine and then already the second question's a complete well, it's, debacle. Vince, Vince that Russo, doesn't make any sense. Vince Russo is our tech producer today on this episode, so... Phil Ranta is just sitting in the corner shaking his head. All right. I'm going to read my two like a normal human Please being. Please do. Thank you. Thank you. W- All right. Knock it off. WWE Under the Ring. Think WWE meets Fraggle Rock as we join Hornswoggle <laughs> for an entire show that takes place under the WWE ring. Walk through Hornswoggle's magic door in the wall and visit the little people's court and an amazing world of Hornswoggle's freakish family and friends. <laughs> Follow along with live tweets reporting what it feels like to be under the ring, every body slam and hip toss live. That's what that's, that one. Had, that's that awesome. one actually had a good ending to it. It's well, like that yeah, press yeah. release they really underlined. Could you read that last line again, Mark? Uh, every body slam and hip toss live. Yeah, I like that. No. It's a good one. Okay, that one. It could be real. could be fake. Yeah, listeners, listen. I wonder if they taped an episode when Big Show and Mark Henry went through the ring. That would be really interesting to tune yeah. in for. That's what all that jam was that squirted out on the sides <laughs> of the ring. <laughs> there could be victims. Yeah, there yeah, could be yeah. victims. All right, here's the other one. 
The ultimate behind-the-scenes look into the lives of six divas as they work, train, and party together across the country in the confines of a tour bus. Think Bret Michaels' Rock of Love Tour meets Road Rules, WWE Divas style. How do six divas share one shower? What happens when a jilted lover gets intimate with another diva on the bus? If you thought there were sparks in the ring every night, wait until you see what happens on the bus. And make sure to watch each week for a special code that unlocks the bus's live 24-7 webcam. Whoa. Mm. Panties, or panties, panties. Real okay. or fake? Well, should yeah. we reveal the answers? Sure, sure, sure. Uh, Brett? Uh, the real one is uh, the <laughs> biggest loser based on the WWE superstars helping skinnier, scrawny guys put muscle mass on while providing tips to build their confidence to get their dream girl. Wow. Oh, how did, wait, but how did that last sentence read on the other one, the fake one? <laughs> Every week is a new episode following a new movie. Watch all 52 weeks. <laughs> I tell you what, that one's, that bodybuilding one's going to be dicey. Yeah, yeah, it sure is, because some of those <laughs> secrets may not be legal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Look, there's nothing wrong. They... There's nothing wrong with positive support, <laughs> getting in the gym, and having a big wrestler get in your face and tell you what you need to change yeah. about Saying yourself. your prayers, eating your vitamins, yeah. and training. Hard. I don't know if they can really reveal all the secrets. Too. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Are those people yeah. going to actually end up in the ring? Oh God, no! Uh, you don't yeah. think kidding? No. In front of their dream girl. People who win tough enough don't even end up in the ring. Have you seen Andy from Tough Enough since the week after Raw? Uh, no. The the, the, the the angry guy. What? The angry silent guy. rage. Silent, silent rage. rage. Well, you're not sure if he's angry because Andy it's Levine. Si it's silent rage. I, I yeah. look. I can't tell how you're feeling if you don't tell me. <laughs> not a migraine. What are you hungry? Get this bull out of here. Andy, where are you? Uh, well, Steve, no one can understand what the hell you said the, to begin with. I made them both up. But are you going to reveal which one was real and which one wasn't fake? They, they were both fake. I made them both up. No, you didn't. What? Oh, no, the middle-aged fans with childhood dreams of becoming a WWE superstar. Which is the first time anybody's hearing this, by the way. I'm oh. going to read this. No, This is the real show. This is, a re this is real. This is not the one you made up. This one might be us, actually. I did read it. Mm -hmm. This did might. I read it? I no, read you it. never did. Well, I mean, that was what I was reading. <laughs> All right, this is this could be a show about us, or maybe we should try to get on this show when they make it. Diehard middle-aged fans live out their childhood dreams of becoming a WWE superstar by training in the ring, learning how to talk in the microphone, and getting slammed by their childhood hero. Yeah. Vote each week to rate how well contestants are performing inside the ring and help them develop their WWE persona through live online polling. Who do you guys want to be slammed by? When we're Andre on, the Giant. Once we're on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be slammed by um, by the Iron Sheik. <laughs> he couldn't slam I'd like that. Randy Orton to put me through a table. No, Twice. He was your childhood yeah. hero? Hey, you 10? I'm sorry, yeah. guys. I'm a young person. <laughs> part is, of this generation. When they say... when they That is kind of tricky. Because when they say middle age, they're assuming... You know, we're not there yet, but that, that would even mean that these superstars that were their childhood heroes would even be older than oh, the no, Iron that's, Sheik. That's great having the Iron Sheik show up and calling you a, you know, a homo and then hitting you in the face. But I, I, you know, I don't think that, I mean, I think Iron Sheik has been having some health concerns even lately, but like, <laughs> that's a nice way to put I'd it. like to 
see him slam Mark, to be quite honest. <laughs> I don't think that's the angle that they're going for. No, but they no, said that's what the here. show yeah. should be. It's like, yeah, I'd love to see classic 80s WWE superstars yeah. totally beat the hell out of people. Watch watch wrestlers now in their 90s yeah. attempt to body slam a 45-year-old man. That's just the whole show. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, 76-year-old Nikolai Volkov slamming Steve Sears. Do, do you want me to jump? Should I jump? <laughs> You're hugging me, sir. Should I jump? I'm giving you a bear hug. Oh, sorry. To, ah! to soften you up. Ah! Don't fight it. I, I, I don't want to hurt you. I'm not going to. I'm going to sing Soviet national anthem while I bear hug you. That, my friend, does hurt me. This is supposed to be hurting you. It, your yeah. hug is... We apologize to any of our Russian listeners who may have been offended by that. I am no Ivan Koloff, but this should still hurt. It is. You're... Yes, you're hurting my arms. It's like an Indian. Thing. I'm gonna squeeze harder. Please don't. I don't want you. I to turn hurt seventy-seven tomorrow. Yeah, you're turning red, and I don't mean that in like a. You're actually turning not in red. a communist. Yeah, way. it's not a communist. I am not really Russian. What? I am from Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Does this accent sound convincing? It sounds very convincing. Yeah. How about this? <laughs> <laughs> Now I will slam you. I'm tapping out. I'm tapping out. What is tap out? That's what I'm tapping. We did not used to have tap out when I was a wrestler. I I don't know. I don't count it. You're from a different time. We come from different wrestling eras. I don't know what kind of. I am from a different time. And so are you. But why can't we be together? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Please don't. Please stop. Nikolai's please turning stop. face please right in front kissing. of our ears. Please don't kiss me. Stop kissing me. Stop it. Stop. 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 Brett, Brett, can we, can we no, end this? I'm enjoying bit? watching stop. this. Stop, yeah. stop it. Stop. Okay. That's right. awesome. All right. Well, I read two, and the one that was fake was WWE Under the Ring, hosted by Hornswoggle. I, I wish it was true. That would be great. I, I think that's pretty close to being a show that yeah. they might actually do. They have basically done that show in multiple episodes of Raw. Heck yeah, they have. <laughs> They've done it, right? Uh, but the one that was real was this behind-the-scenes look into the lives of six divas. I like the, the, the question that they pose in here because I think it's a very deep question. How do six divas share one shower? Diva style. <laughs> they all get it. Actually, if you just say diva style at the end of every sentence, I think you can try it again and say diva style after every time you see a period. All right. And uh, no, no period jokes, please. <laughs> the actual first sentence is super long and actually ends with the words WWE diva style. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Do all the short sentences. <laughs> all right. Diva okay. style. Okay. Okay. I'll do the short sentence. How did the, how do six divas share one shower? Diva, diva style. style. Yeah. What happens when a jilted lover gets intimate with another diva on the bus? Diva, diva style. style. If you thought there were sparks in the ring every night, wait until you see what happens on the bus. Diva, diva style. style. And make sure to watch each week for a special code that unlocks the bus's live 24-7 webcam. A diva, diva style. style. Copyright WWE. Diva, diva style. style. All rights reserved. Diva, diva style. style. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's um, got a nice ring to it. The webcam thing's interesting. You know what's weird about this? It, the words the ring and the bus are capitalized for some reason in this press release. Maybe. So, well, it's not, I didn't get that impression. Listeners, did you get that impression? Because I don't think he emphasized those If you terms. thought there were sparks in the ring every night, <laughs> wait until you see what happens on the bus. Divas. Oh, I don't know why those are capitalized, but they are capitalized. Listeners, you decide. But um, you the know the WWE Studio Blitz one wasn't a real one. I think that's well. a. That's Although a, it seems like it could be. I actually think that'd be a pretty interesting idea. Like if they had uh, uh, people cutting promos on the street, huh? Yeah. Yeah. WWE Maybe Studio Blitz. That was the one you made up about them making a whole movie every it, week. Yeah, in one half hour episode, <laughs> they write, produce, shoot, and release a WWE <laughs> Studio film starring John Cena or Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be those two guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, you're yeah. only allowed to shoot with them. And the plot always has to be like, for the Triple H movies, the plot always has to be that Triple H just got out of prison. Some sort of a prison picture. So that helps you to be able yeah. to write the movie and do it's, the whole movie. Uh, John Cena has to be ex-military. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And this, they kidnapped his either girlfriend, wife, or child. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe even a sister. <laughs> well, to mix it up, one of them will be a sister. Yeah. Yeah, one and of and uh, as an added bonus, I didn't get into it, but every three months they're allowed to use Big Show. <laughs> um, I want to read one more that we did not get to all these. Even between last week's episode and this week's, they have so many of these potential shows. But here's one more that I, I actually think sounds kind of fun. Join Mick Foley as he tours the greatest adventure parks in the United States in search of the ultimate roller coaster ride. Whoa. Whoa. Diva style. (laughs) Experience the food, the people, and the thrill of the action hosted by the greatest roller coaster enthusiast in the WWE, Mick Foley. Learn more about these amazing thrill rides via WWE.com's interactive coaster map, an annotated guide to the best amusements in the country. Post your own comments and debate with Mick about the best dips and dives in ThemePark.com. I like that idea. There seems to be a really finite amount of episodes, though. Yeah, I mean, that's true. (laughs) Uh, Wait a minute. Mall of America? Great America? Name every single amusement park in the United States, in the world right now. Disneyland, yeah. Disneyland Sea in you Japan, can... Disneyland World Orlando. But did Disney they say France, international Disney or did Paris? they say? It doesn't say. It could be galaxy wide. Yeah, because uh, roughly maybe there's 30 amusement parks <laughs> in the United States. No, there's more. There's plenty. Like what about water parks? It said roller coasters, idiot. Hey, <laughs> if you go down a tube propelled by water... And you bring a cart, it's a roller coaster. I'd love to see Mick Foley in a Speedo doing a water park show. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> and who, who voted him the roller coaster, number he one roller himself. coaster? He's enthusiast. like a real life, a huge roller coaster fan. He's one of those guys that travels the world to go on all the top roller coasters everywhere. He one really more is. match. He really is. One oh, more great. match with hmm. him and someone else deciding. I don't know. Christian. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Listeners, you decide. <laughs> Diva style. <laughs> well, we got to get to this Heath Slater interview. Yes, definitely. Have we set it up properly? Uh, but, I think but, we but, have. But, but, but yeah, we've explained that Scott is on this cruise ship. Mm-hmm. That he that he met up with Heath Slater on his honeymoon. Yep, and that oh, they are talking Heath about Slater was on his honeymoon. Right, 
They are talking about real world issues, things that you everyone needs to be aware of and prepared for for when it happens. That's not true. Yeah. They talk about zombies most of the yeah, time. Yeah, you got to be prepared for that. Right? Nobody's ruling that out. Not even the History Channel. They're not ruling it out yeah, that that's uh, not a possibility. I think between all their episodes about Hitler's greatest uh, artifacts of special uh, weaponry and stuff like that, one of them is going to be like zombies? Question mark. Yeah, underlined. They really all around Halloween. They really did have zombie apocalypse, as if they were playing the scenario out, as if it could actually happen. Well, Scott Narver and Heath Slater had a spirited conversation dealing with the details of an outbreak at a wrestling event. So we hope you enjoy the special interview um, recorded live at sea on a ship, not a boat. Uh, Scott Narver and Heath Slater, diva style. <laughs> This is uh, Scott Narver, co-host to Curtain Jerks. Uh, I'm out on the cruise ship recording. Uh, I wasn't uh, originally going to plan to do this because back in L.A., the other guys were there recording. Uh, we're all professional comedians, but there was such a special occasion out on the ship. I had to get the gear together. I had to bribe my fellow castmates. Uh, and uh, of all things, Heath Slater is on the cruise ship this week. Heath, it is a pleasure to talk to you, sir. Well, thank you, man. Thanks for having me, actually. Yeah, I, uh, it's great having you here. I'm Member of Nexus, member of Core, or as uh, most of us like to say on the show, Core, because we know there's many R's, so we like to acknowledge them. And I just uh, want to tell you that I'm not the one that spelt it with the two R's, as everybody says I am. But yeah, it was not me. Well, so there was there was a talk of how many R's we're going to use. No, basically Wade Barrett did it. Oh yeah, he's the one that put the two R's in there just <laughs> because I think he didn't know how to spell it. No, he's an English guy. He you is. know, lifts. And you know, he's foreign. He's Trump. different. You know, there's they're weird guys. They are very weird. Being on a cruise ship, yeah, a lot of foreigners here. They have a lot of different ways to pronounce things. You're so right. And uh, three-time undisputed tag team champion as well. Yes, sir, man. This Me is... and my partner, uh, well, we used to be partner Justin Gabriel. Yes. You know. But uh, yeah, three times, and I won them all for us, and he lost them all for us. So. <laughs> So you got that dude's standby. Exactly. That's, I mean, that's a hell of a career so far. I mean, what, two years in, two, two and a half? Yeah, two years. That's yeah. outstanding, man. That's. Uh, I mean, it's the uh, Lord's willing, you know. He's uh, blessed me very well, and uh, hopefully, you know, I have more to come. Keep rocking to the top, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled for you. This is outstanding uh, early career so far. Yeah, if, it's uh, a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun, too. Well, so I've, I've seen you on the ship. I saw you on the ship. And uh, the, the reason you're on the ship, uh, very exciting, you're celebrating your honeymoon. Yes, so I am. Yes. Congratulations. Well, to thank that. you. Thank you. When did you uh, get married? September 22nd, I want to say. Okay. Hopefully I'm right and she doesn't hear it if I'm wrong. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, September 22nd. That's great. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. So thank you guys, you. did you meet on the road? Did you, have you known uh, each other before sweethearts. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's one of these off and on things that's been happening for the last 10 years. Best friends. And then... We don't like each other, and then we come back around, we like each other on and off, and then basically we just, you know, reunited again and uh -huh. say, you know, if we're going to do it, let's do it. So moved in, got married, and now I'm a married man. Well, that's great. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. That's very exciting. Um, and uh, while you've participated in a lot of stuff on the ship so far, mm -hmm. uh, taking <laughs> place in the excursions, uh, one thing that has to be mentioned is uh, uh, where I got a chance to 
see and talk with you was Dancing with the Stars. Yes. Uh, very similar to the TV show. Yeah. Well, sadly, you didn't have the audience vote in the final round. So well, you're the, one of the finalists of the top three. Yes, I was. But, you know, being, being 80 years old, going out there dancing with that beautiful brunette that he had and his wife cheering him on. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and he took his shirt off. So He did. And for an 80-year-old man, he wasn't built bad, you know? No, he's got a better body than I do. <laughs> I feel, I was, I was very embarrassed to see him take his shirt off and go, oh, I've made a lot of bad life choices. <laughs> I just thought it was funny, just him enjoying himself, you know, and everything. So I'm, I'm glad he won. I gave it to him, you know, hands up for him. He had a good time. He was a sentimental favorite. Yes, yeah. it, was. They, it was. Everybody knew you had a lot going for you. Uh, and they saw that, and they're like, ah, give the, give the old guys. Yeah, you know, I hope you enjoyed the bottle of champagne that I was wanting, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and so we, we, we chatted there. You, you saw one of the shows, and uh, well, one of the main things I want to talk about today that I that I've heard that you are very possibly obsessed with is zombies. <laughs> yes, obviously I am ever since, um, shoot, I don't know, about 10 years old actually. Uh, my aunt owned a video store and I rented from her Night of the Living Dead, the original. The original, the black yeah, and white. Yes, the original. And from there on, I just was hooked on it. I don't know why, but it's just sometimes in my sick brain just likes it, you know. Hey, I like it too. Is it So what is it, do you think? Is it the scenario of it's this could happen, it's uh, fearful, like, what do I do? What means most to me? Is it, like, do I go to family? Do I go to friends? I just think one thing that if it would happen, I mean, it just would be one of the craziest things I've ever experienced in my life, you know? I mean, just, I mean, the dead rising and they're already dead, like, what in the world could you do to take them out besides, you know, shoot them in the brain or, you know? Yeah. But then again, if it really does happen in real life and then they do rise and you shoot them in the brain, what if they don't die? You know, again, <laughs> yeah, what we're we gonna do. It's all know? zombie lore. You know, we don't know what's right. Exactly. All right. So, so obviously, you know a lot about zombies. You watch a lot of zombie stuff. You play zombie video games. Yep. So, okay, I have a scenario for you. Okay. Okay. Say so it's Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. It's a super show. Mm-hmm. So you got both brands there. Okay. Yep. Staples Center, Los Angeles. Yep. You've been there before. You main event yep. of SummerSlam 2002. Yes, very exciting yes, times. That was very awesome stuff. Yes, it was. Uh, Brett Gunnell of our show. He was in attendance and yep. loved the match. That was great. Uh, okay, so you have a match. Mm-hmm. You're out in the ring. Your opponent's coming to the ring. Your opponent, let's say, is Zack Ryder. Okay. Okay? And uh, it's been a strange day. There's been a lot of weird stuff going on all day. Mm-hmm. So you're out in the ring. Zack's making his way to the ring. And then there's panic. And you see a fan reach over grab Zack Ryder's arm and bites him. And at that moment you realize zombie outbreak is happening in Staples Center oh. in Los Angeles. Zack has been infected and you're in the middle of the ring. What do you do? What's your zombie scenario? What's your game plan? My game plan for that would probably be uh, if I'm thinking on my feet there's probably about 40, 30 some thousand people could fit in there so if you just keep getting bit and there's going to be tons of zombies everywhere. So my first thing would probably do is grab a chair. Slide okay. out of the ring, grab a chair. Grab a chair. So okay. as he makes it to the ring, I'm taking his head off with it. Oh, live TV. The chair care. shots, you don't care? It's a zombie. I mean, it's going to be an outbreak all over the Staples Center. I mean, they would think I'm a hero after that. I'm hoping. You <laughs> all know? right, all right. So the weapon of choice right away is steel chair. Yeah, because it's probably the closest thing around ringside. Right, good so point. So I'll probably take a chair, take his head off, and if that don't you know, work, I'll just keep beating him in the head until it does work. Okay, so it's nothing against zombie Zack Ryder. No. Or no, no sorry, no, no, it's no. nothing against Zack Ryder. Exactly. It's, it's all against zombie Zack Ryder. Exactly. Okay. And, um, it doesn't matter who it would be in the back. If they're a zombie, you got to at least take them out. 
in my opinion anyway because sure. I mean I'll be damned if I want to become a zombie you know yeah 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 so uh, yes I'll probably roll out grab a chair and if he comes near me take his head off okay and then if it doesn't work I'll just like I said keep beating until it's you know he's motionless and he's done and then I'll probably stay in the middle of the ring or run to the back and just get in my car and get you know okay leave, which way you go because at this point now Michael Cole's been bitten as well uh, so you can't go commentator side well, I'll so you got go ramp side then. You go ramp side, yeah. okay. But then again, I'll keep my eyes on him, but obviously looking all around because if a fan bit him, then someone's going to have to bite that fan, and then mm-hmm. someone's going to have to bite that fan, so there's going to probably be a few zombies lurking around, you know. So um, I would probably try to uh, get a better weapon than a chair if I could find one. Well, and- as we all know, the WWE has a vast amount of... Weapons underneath the ring. Exactly. So there's many things there. So what's the next thing that you grab in order to make it safely back? Hopefully, um, I'll look underneath the ring and find Triple H's sledgehammer. <laughs> right. You know. So then uh, I could probably take some good swings with that. Mm-hmm. You know, that that'd be one good blow because you that'd know that'll, that'll take one blow takes the zombie's head off easily. But uh, I don't know how reliable it could be though, because you have the wooden handle, and however many times you hit, then it's going to crack, and then you know you very go true, on the next very thing. true. So um, basically, uh, start with the chair, okay. use it. Probably bend up, try to find the sledgehammer, use it. Um, maybe the Undertaker might come back, raised from the dead. He might try to help me out, but then again, he might try to feed me to the zombies because we buried him as Nexus. So. That probably won't work too well. Or no. he might just be a zombie because he's rode from the dead a few times. Or so. you could just say right away, it's like, hey, last thing I was in was the core, man. Like, exactly. You know, no personal problems with me and you. I'm sorry. It was all Wade Bear's problems. It's all, wrestling's all about forgiveness. Like, exactly. Forgiveness. Exactly. But, uh, but yeah, I try my best to get out of the Staples Center and uh, find better weapons and stuff. I try to go to like a... Dick Sporting Goods or something to get some uh, football equipment on so they don't bite through me quick, you know? Ooh, I never thought of football equipment. Yeah, that's, you know, shoulder pads, get some forearm covers, you know, a helmet. They come through me, I'll just run through them and knock them down and start beating them in the head with something. This is great. I'm glad that we talked about this because I'd hate for you at some point, Staples Center, wherever it may be, Madison Square Garden, that you'd yeah. be in this scenario and you haven't thought it through. Well, that's, that's, just, that's just me thinking off of my feet right now. So, but... This, but Something good to think about while on the road. Exactly. With the other guys, so you got to make a plan. Now, okay, your three-time uh, tag, team champion. tag team champion partner, Justin Gabriel. Yep. He gets infected. I'm sorry, Justin. i got to take your head off because I will not be bitten. <laughs> That's all I can say. Is there anybody? Is there anybody amongst the roster or maybe a personnel or even Vince himself? Mm-hmm. Is there somebody that you, if they're infected and you go, I'm going to try and, you know, I'm going to try and save you. I'm going to try and find a cure. And you... Hold them off. I mean, is there ever a cure? I mean, really? Well, that's the hope, right? That is the hope, but I mean, really, they don't really find one, you know. And even in uh, Resident Evil Redemption, um, they're trying to find this cure, but there's only a few left to save a few people and everything. So, I mean, it's kind of when you get infected, you're pretty much screwed, I think. And even in a movie called Redemption, it's so unfair. <laughs> exactly. So, okay, so nobody sways you. I mean, obviously, family, wife, like, I assume those those sway you that maybe you hold on to them, that uh, you don't immediately bash your head in with yeah, the chair. Yeah, I'd try to get away and think about it first, but then again... Hornswoggle? He doesn't, he doesn't, uh... No, I'd bash him in the head anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, probably, uh, I'd probably my wife or my own mother. Okay. You know, that's probably the two people I probably had to take a second thought about, but then again... They're zombies and their brains fried anyway, and then next thing you know, they're trying to attack me. Then they're not my wife or my mother or my friend. 
You okay, know? and not even Christian, your 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 mentor on NXT. No, he got me in fourth spot. You know, I mean, <laughs> you blame mentor. him? Yeah, I blame him. It's his fault. He was one of the judges. You know, <laughs> he didn't really. I mean, I think I did a lot better without him. I mean, yeah. three time tag champion. You know, main evented and everything yeah. after NXT. So. I'm doing better by myself. Uh, so, so Christian was was your was your uh, pro on NXT. Uh, so, how was it? Uh, other than the, the, the aftermath, uh, did you guys did you guys actually travel together? Did he did he share? Uh, knowledge oh, he with shared you? a lot of knowledge with me. He really was a big help. You know, he really was backstage and you know during performing and everything. He was a huge help. I mean, yes, you got other guys that were voting people off and all of that, but I mean, it it, it happens. You know, I mean. But uh, he he honestly gave me every, any question I asked him, he gave me an answer for it. You know, if I needed any help, he helped me. I mean, I can't complain about that. Now, is that rare, or is that normally what guys will do? Or, think, or the older guys? I think, um, no, they help everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think, you know, if it's a contest and, you know, you're all in it to win it, you know. I mean, of course, you're going to do whatever you can for your, you know, your pro or your rookie, you know, to help you out and everything. But, uh, I mean, it was, he, he did it. As good as he could. So I imagine that's a lot of fans' questions for NXT that you probably get this all the time. How much of it was a legitimate contest? Because I know that the, the keg carrying contest was a legitimate contest. You, t- you carried that keg in, in yes. record time. I remember seeing that and just yes. going. And it's know. funny because they tell you, like, say it's a keg challenge, and they mm-hmm. tell you it's a hot dog eating contest. You walk out there and it's totally something totally different. You know, I mean, everything was nothing was planned. Everyone right. thinks it was. It wasn't. Um, and then they tell me if you win the keg uh, challenge, you're going to get spotlighted next week with a video package and everything. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, Kane's music hit, and I had to go against the Big Red Machine for my prize of winning the keg challenge. Yes, I remember that. And the, and the keg challenge, for those who, who didn't see, it, it was carrying a full keg. Yes. Uh, that was empty. There's no contents in it, but still a keg oh, is, no, it was, is incredible. It was, oh, it was full. full. Yes. Oh, it was full? It okay. was probably about 120 pounds. And you had a starting point from in front of the ring. Oh, at the, the end of the ring. around it. All running, however you carry the keg. Exactly. It's up to you. And then to run it all the way around the ring. I mean, you can see Michael Tarver. He tried to pick it up and dropped it a few times. So Hey, hey well, he still did better <laughs> than probably what I could do. Like, well, I mean, look at it, it's like, oh, that's embar- well, it's not as embarrassing as what. I would end up doing. But yeah, but I mean, oh, it was full. I mean, just a regular kid you would take to a party, you know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, just the only thing different was it wasn't tapped yet. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, so you had a, so Christian was your help. Any road stories? Did you guys travel together? Any? No, any... we never traveled together. Okay, you know, but we uh, we saw each other at the arenas and everything, you know, and uh, went to the gym a few times together and everything. But mm-hmm. uh, it was mainly whenever it was business, it was business, right? And um, really was no fun times. Well, but speaking of fun times, uh, you mentioned before that you are a gamer, yes. uh, and this is now your debut. And the new game coming out, yes. WWE 12. Yes, and I am super excited about that. I'm going to pick myself, and I'm going to pick Michael McGillicuddy, and I'm going to beat him up. That's the first guy you're going to do. I was going to ask. That's the first guy I'm going to beat up is Michael McGillicuddy. <laughs> Why Michael McGillicuddy? Just because I want to. Just to rub <laughs> it in his face. That's, that's really the only reason. And then I'm going to try to win the title. Hopefully one day in the future that'll happen also. Well, sure, yeah. Which which do you prefer? Do you prefer the spinner belt? Do you prefer the, the world title? The original world title. Yes. Okay. That's the to me. That's you know it's the world heavyweight champion, and, and it's been around for years. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a trophy you always want. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a fantastic title. Well, if you do end up winning the WWE championship, I ask that if you could make it spin. 
just because. Uh, I, I think oh yeah, I, I might try it. Just snap that little lock in there. Just make it spin if, again. I don't even know where the lock is actually. Even no, if okay. it is locked, I might just put my face in it. Yeah, you know? replace the belt. Yeah, We're all for that too. It. Make, make my Punk, own. You know, change it up a little bit. CM Punk said he was going to do it. Yeah, clearly not reliable. Ah, you know, stuff happens, but uh, I'll do my best to try to make it better. Okay, <laughs> you could add red hair just dangling from the sides exactly. of the belt. Exactly. There we go. So then it's a it's an original Heath Slater belt. There we go. Uh, like that. So okay, so you're looking for WWE 12, and that's. It's a hell of a roster. It's very exciting, very diverse. It's, I think it's the biggest roster that's ever been on the video game. Yeah, it's got Demolition in there. They uh, even announced Brock Lesnar being in there. Yes, I mean... Uh, so you're going to beat that guy up too, I assume, right? I'm going to try anyway. Not in the UFC fighting ring, but, you know, no, maybe not on the video thing. game. <laughs> then Michael Cole will eventually be downloading a little content. Will that be someone... Nah, I, well. I like him, you know. He's all right. You know, he runs his mouth a lot, but, I mean, I do too. So, you know... I get along with it. There's nothing wrong with Michael Cole, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, so, that's very exciting. I'm very happy for you. And being in such a, a new game where they retooled everything, I got mm-hmm. a chance to play it at E3 a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it was... Uh, have you had a chance to play no, it at all yet? I haven't got a chance to play it yet. Will you get a free copy, or do you have to pay for it? I better get a free copy. I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can just eventually go, it's like, my name is, is in here. me. Like, let me be. Let I'm me ask that. Um, well, that's great. I mean... Uh, Thank you so much for, for being on here. It was no a pleasure problem, talking man. with Thanks you. Thanks for having um, me. Thanks for having me. Uh, for those of you uh, on Twitter, please follow Heath Slater uh, at Heath Slater OMRB, as in One Man Rock Our Band. Man. Yes. Uh, what is the origin of that name, by the way? Um, it was just uh, whenever we were starting NXT, they told me to describe myself. And mm-hmm. I told them I'm like a life of the party. When I go, I'm exciting to be around and everything. I'm like a, a walking one-man rock band. And then next thing you know, I just saw their eyes light up like, ooh, I like that. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, sure, let's use it, you know. So so it wasn't it wasn't Vince then got confused later on. There's something in a meeting. He didn't go like, oh, Heath, are you one of those uh, one-man rock band with cymbals on your knees and a drum on your back and whenever you step the drum goes and you got a trumpet and a harmonica strapped to your no nothing they like didn't that. want to repackage you and do something like that with one of those little no, no 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 okay no. well that's it's good. uh basically just my persona like you know how people would look at me like uh exciting fun um well i think i'm exciting and fun sometimes. life of the party exactly the life of the party as you saw at the Dancing with the Dancing Stars. Dancing with the Stars, yeah. But yes. they, they took the the 80-year-old man to win the... Ah, he, he deserved it, you know. I mean, he's up there dancing just as long as I did, and he's 80, and he took his shirt off, so I give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, go out there, purchase WW12 featuring Heath Slater. Follow Heath Slater at uh, Heath Slater OMRB on Twitter. Anything yep. else that you'd like to plug or promote? That's about it. Just make sure you keep watching SmackDown every Friday night at 8. All right. And uh, Heath Slater also, on behalf of uh, Curtain Jerks uh, and all the guys at the Comedy Podcast Network, we want to present you <laughs> on your honeymoon with a bottle of champagne. Yes. Thank you so much for being on Curtain Jerks. Thank uh, we you. We really appreciate it, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your honeymoon and the rest of your cruise. Good deal, man. Thank you so much. Right, thank you. the comedy podcast and a big thanks to Heath Slater for taking time out of his really he took time out of his honeymoon cruise to do this interview with uh, with our co-host Scott Narver and we really appreciate it time out of a honeymoon to talk to Scott of all people yeah and you listeners 
Yes. <laughs> and as was mentioned, you can check out Heath Slater at Heath Slater OMRB on Twitter. That's Heath Slater One Man Rock Band yeah. OMRB. And uh, Scott wanted to make sure that uh, we also gave a shout out to Scott Passarella and Haley Collette who helped out on the ship in order to make that interview happen. So thanks to them as well. And uh, we hope you enjoyed uh, getting to hear a little bit more about Heath Slater and learning a little more about the guy. And uh, the world that we could very possibly live in, guys. It's an adventure waiting to happen. Zombies. History Channel has not ruled it out. Diva style. What about Diva style zombies? (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) Do we do our YouTube and Twitter and stuff? We've got some pictures up of that interview that Scott did with uh, Heath. On our Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks. You can also check us out at Twitter.com slash Curtain Jerks. And as Brett just mentioned, YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks. So please check us out there and at ComedyPodcastNetwork.com. Go to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review the show. That really helps us out. And uh, we hope you enjoyed the show for Curtain Jerks. I'm Mark Borzaka. I'm Steve Sears. I'm Brett Canell. Special thanks to Phil Ranta, our producer here at Comedy Podcast Network. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. For more funny stuff for your eyes and ears, go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.